Okay, today's daf is daf Samach Hey. Correct, yeah. Daf to Samach Hey. Starting from the two dots, about ten lines down on the page. Amrav Chanina. Kolamapik or Mapik Mogain Bishaskaiva Sogrin Bechosman Soros Bado. Whoever refrains and bypasses davening, Mogain here is like Mogain Avram. Mogain Avram meaning Shmanes. If you don't daven, Bishas Gava. Gava normally means arrogance. Here it means b'shaz shichrus. <coughs> when he's intoxicated, he doesn't daven. Sogun b'chos mitzoros bado. All his troubles are sealed and contained. They're <coughs> <coughs> contained and sealed. They're so good, like they're, they're closed up and sealed. In other words, it's not good to daven, as we saw yesterday, when you're intoxicated. <coughs> if you're a little bit intoxicated, not so bad. If you're very intoxicated, we said it's a toy, but it's an abomination. My mashma. How is it mashma? The high apik lishna di ibure. Apik usually means to go out, to express, to reveal. How do you see that apik is a lashon of bypassing, that you don't do it? Davuri, uh, like passing over. The chsiv, it says, Achai bogdu, my brothers um, rebelled. Kamo nachal, like a stream running away. Ka'apik nacholim yavoru. They bite, they passed over like a stream, like a uh, like a running stream. So that means it's like they passed by. Okay, that's one way to learn. Rabbi Yochanan, Rikosha, ain't no itnar. No, it means whoever doesn't. And mapik here means who doesn't reveal, doesn't go out, <coughs> express. If you ain't a mapik, meaning if you don't daven, when you're drunk, Right when you're intoxicated, <coughs> then your troubles will be sealed off. You won't have any troubles. So they're both really saying you shouldn't daven when you're drunk. Right? That's really what he's saying. But what's the difference in between them? So my, how do you see that kosher uh, enamapik? In other words, well, if you don't express it, if you don't daven when you're drunk, that's good. Then your troubles will be closed. Kosher enamapik. My mash my enamapik. Listen to it. How do you know enamapik means revealing, expressing, go, uh, being outward? He's the Chsiv says by Yero Afike Mayim. The channels of water were seen, were revealed by Igalu Mostos Tevo, and the foundations of the world were exposed. So, Mechte Kray Mashma Bein Lamar Bein Lamar. The pasuk you can see one pasuk is Mashma Apik is lashon of bypassing, of passing over, of avoiding davening, and one is lashon of expressing. As you see, Mapik means to express, to reveal, to be exposed. So, what's the difference? My, so Michti Kroy Mashma the Pasik is Mashma both ways. Bain Lama, you got a Pasik for one uh defending one view and one defending the other. My Bina, what's the Nafkimin and Halocha? You can be naive of Sheshis. Nafkimin is Rav Sheshis. Rav Sheshis, Moshe Shinsi the Shammai. Ron tells us it's a, um, he gave his sleeping over to, minutes. when he got drunk, he would go to sleep and he would tell his servant, wake me up when it's time for davening. Okay, that's what he would do. So, in other words, wake me up. Don't let me. Uh, don't let me just sleep it off. Wake me up when it's come time to happen. Mar is later of sheishes. Mar lesser of sheishes. The way Rashi learns of Chirina says, who says that you have to pass it over. He doesn't hold the of sheishes, and he says you shouldn't daven until you get up on your own. Meaning, sleep it off. Don't wake me up, but rather wait till I sleep off the drunkenness, and that's it. So that's enough. Me, everybody agrees you shouldn't daven basically when you are drunk. The nafkmina is, how far do you have to let it go? Rabbi Yochanan, he says, Rabbi Chanina, rather, Rabbi Chanina, the first one who said that 
you should pass over davening if you're drunk. He, ta- he takes it to a further step. He says, if you're drunk, don't try to get up, but rather leave it out. Whereas, um, whereas Rabbi Yochanan, who wasn't as severe in his language, he just says that if you don't express, the, if you don't express davening when you're, uh, when you're uh, drunk, uh, that's good for you. But it's not, it's lost. they're basically saying you shouldn't daven. Both of them agree that you shouldn't daven when you're drunk. The question is, how far do you go? Apparently, Rashi learns is that Rav Hanina's Lashon was more stringent. He said that uh, if you bypass davening, meaning don't daven, don't even be woken up to daven. If you still have any drunkenness in you, you shouldn't daven at all. That's how, that's the nafkimita between these two. Om Rav Barashi, Om Rav. If a person's mind is not at ease, he's not, you know, in, in a good state of mind, untroubled, ayis uh, if if he's if he's got troubles on his mind, he's not doesn't have what we call yishuv hadas. His das is not he's not uh, at ease. He's not um, feeling very comfortable. He shouldn't have When you have troubles, don't rule. Don't make a decision. And here too, uh, you should batsar Rashi says here he couldn't find this pasuk throughout the Tanakh. Maybe it's from a sefer ben Sira sefer, which was later, not of course in the part of Tanakh. Uh, but it was there. Tosa says that it's really just a um, a paraphrase of a pasuk in Eov. The pasuk doesn't actually say those words, but Sar al Yor, but it says something similar in Eov. al uh, uh, In other words, the, the lashon was Hayarach Shuach Lo Batsar. So it's like a little bit different. Uh, it's a paraphrase of a pasuk in Eov, according to Tosa. But anyway, the pasuk as we see it is not found in Tanakh. But it says the idea is the same that Batsar al Yora, when you're in Saras, don't paskin any shelves, don't make any decisions, and the same thing here you shouldn't daven. On a day that he got angry, Lomasli, he never davened on a day that he got angry. It shows he did get angry sometimes, right? Lomasli, he shouldn't daven, he didn't daven. Omar Batsar al Yora, again, he quoted that same idea, that pasig. Batsar al Yora, Ksiv. Okay, Ksiv, it sounds like it is written, maybe it's written in Sefer Ben Sir. Barukma. On a day of the southerly wind, he didn't go out uh, to uh, take his seat on the court. Uh, because again, uh, the southerly wind would make it, um, uh, was very strong and would, and would put his mind not at ease. It's like, you know, waiting for you know, a hurricane warning or something. You know, your mind is at ease. To Paskan Halacha, it needs a clear mind. Like a day of the northerly wind. The northerly wind is a day that brings good, good tidings. It's a it's a day of good. Uh, it's 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 refreshing and it's pleasant, and uh, that puts people's mind at ease like a uh, good weather. If my mother had told me if my mother had even just said pass the kuscha, pass the the kuscha is that the dish, uh, you know, of uh, of uh, dry bread crusts and salt and sour milk. Uh, if you just said that to me, my mind wouldn't be at ease already, and Lotan, I wouldn't be able to learn my regular learning because, you know, my mind was on that. Unfortunately, say these things about, you know, these little things that are bothering me in my mind, that's to start learning. But once he's involved in it, we had the Gemara before that sometimes they were involved in it so much that they, their fingers were bleeding and they didn't realize it. Once he's really into learning, then the stuff doesn't bother him. It means to start learning, if, it's, if something's on his mind, he wouldn't do it. We had that Lashon back on Samach Beis and the Beis of Felix Beis of Bekuscha. Can you paskin in front of your Rebbe? Remember, he said, no, even a simple thing like, can you have an egg in Kuscha? Is, is that mutter to eat? Which is not a problem. Of course it's okay. But that's the famous Lashon. Are you allowed to eat a Bekuscha? Uh, milk. In other words, 
is an egg comes from a chicken? Is that fleshic? Of course not. It's okay. You know, even a simple question like that shouldn't pass in front of your rabbi. They had lost enough kusach over here also. So, <clears throat> so he's trying to say that a person needs a clear mind both for ruling Shilas, for alerting, and for davening. So, and he, and uh, Abai said, if my mother had told me just pass the kusach, I wouldn't have been able to learn because my mind would have been on that. Amar uh, Ravina. Uh, if, I, if I was bitten by a louse, I wouldn't be able to learn. So his son, made him seven different garments for seven days. And as he should always have clean clothes because if they had vermin on him, lice, uh, he would be bitten and wouldn't be able to learn. Night was only created for, uh, for uh, sleeping. That's why that was a lashinsa. In other words, the short nights of the summer, you should take advantage. The reason there's nighttime is you should go to sleep at that time. Don't try to stay up all night. He says a little bit differently. He says, no. Why is there moonlight? Moonlight is to learn. You're supposed to learn at night also. Right? You know, you have your your learning is very good, very sharp. You your your statements are very good. Amalahu, the Imama and they're from the day. In other words, in the day you can learn better. At night I'm tired, you're supposed to go to sleep. He says, uh, what the reason my, my statements are good is because uh, they were studied and created during the day. Amrle Barsid Rav Rafhist, another story that Rafhista's daughter, or some say Bense, uh Amrla Bense, his daughters. Uh, daughter said to Rechista, Lo boy mar, man importa, don't you want to take a nap? You look a little tired, why don't you take a nap? Soon is going to come the long days, Victine, uh, meaning long days, meaning long days of death. When he's dead, they'll be, might as if to say, we'll have plenty of time to sleep when we die. Why is it called Yom Adarecha? Yom Shubekever Arecha. Plenty of time to sleep then, you know, nobody's rushing out to work. There's no wake up calls in, uh, when you're dead. Uh, long days there, and they're short in the sense of that you won't be able to learn Torah then, right? All the Torah, the Torah in the mitzvahs, you have to do in this world, not in the next world. So he's, it's like a famous line. You know, I've heard that you know many, even later rabbis said, "Why don't you sleep more?" He says, "There's plenty, plenty of time to sleep in the next world." We are worker. We are day workers, meaning where our learning has to be during the day. That's that's our main time to learn. Uh, he had Kavias learning, but when he had to go out and work, so he had said, let's say he set himself aside a modest, uh, a modest goal of learning six hours a day tomorrow. That was his goal. So, uh, but if he had to go to work and he couldn't spend the time learning, he, he lost a few hours at work, he would make a time as he would borrow, borrow, you know, to work that day. And then at night he would pay it back. He would learn, he'd make up the learning at night. Okay, so he would he would pay. If you come off the road on a long trip, you shouldn't daven for three days. For three days, he shouldn't daven. Why? Because his davening will not be good davening because he's he's so worn out from the road. Again, especially in those days when traveling wasn't as easy as it is today. So, um, you know, you uh, he shouldn't daven for three days. It says when he brought the Jews back, I'll know I, I gathered them to the um to the to the um to the to the river right i gathered them in the, in the river and um and uh elanar habo elachva came to that place the or ahu ehu i i came to the river near that spot 
and we camped there for three days, and then I understood the people. In other words, it takes a while to settle down and put your mind at ease and concentrate. Shmuel's father, I think we had elsewhere in Shasanosetsky, his name was Abba Ben Abba, Kiasi Borcha when he came when he came on the home from the road, so he didn't dive for three days. In other words, all this idea started with the intoxication we discussed yesterday with the wine, because we're going to Shmuel. All that stuff is to show that you should concentrate when you're davening. If you're not able to concentrate, there's no point in davening. So the same thing here, whether a person's intoxicated, whether his mind is occupied, whether he's busy with something, very, very hard to concentrate. That's the biggest thing is that when they once asked a great rabbi, what's your great godliness? He says that I can concentrate for an hour straight with no interruption. It's very hard to concentrate on something and your mind doesn't wander, right? Like the person who finished Monesre and then he has to, uh, to bench Gomel and he said, why do, you, why do you have to bench Gomel? He says, because I just took a trip around the world in my mind, you know, like your mind wanders. So that's what happens. It's very hard to concentrate. So he wouldn't travel, so he wouldn't, um, his father, Shmuel's father wouldn't daven for three days after a long trip. Shmuel, a house that had beer in it, he wouldn't be able to daven because the the beer, the smell of the beer would, um, you know, uh, would would occupy his mind. He would be distracted, right? He would be dizzy just from uh, from the smell. It would intoxicate him to some degree, the, uh, the smell of the beer. A place that had fish hash, that also had a strong smell to it, and that would make him somewhat intoxicated when daven. If a person is pacified when he drinks, and that's or the habitual. smell of dead cats, Ephraim. <laughs> <laughs> that really will occupy your mind, right. Uh, anybody who is um, pacified by drink, in other words, you know, sometimes you want to talk something over, the guy's uh, very uh, adamant, doesn't want to agree with you, doesn't want to come to an agreement, you have a drink and uh, that sort of pacifies, you drink a little bit and it loosens the mind a little bit and you come to an agreement. So that's similar to God, he has from the same knowledge as his as the one who acquired him, meaning God, Hashem smelled the, the good smell, right, the pleasant smell of the carbon. Uh, and Hashem then was convinced. Hashem said, like smell, we said before, is similar, right, like drinking. The smell of the beer alone caused Shmuel to be somewhat intoxicated. And when Hashem smelled the good smell, he said, okay, he's not going to bring any more floods onto the world. And um, you know he, he was pacified. Amrav, so the same way, uh, if you if you're pacified by a little drink, you know that's uh, similar to God, not such a bad thing. Whoever can drink his wine and is not um, intoxicated by it, you know it, it settles him down. But he didn't go too far. Everything is bimida, right? Rashi suggests him. His mind is not torn away or confused uh, because of the drink. Then Then he has that similar to having the knowledge of the seventy elders. In other words, the seventy people of the Sanhedrin, just like he had seventy elders in those days. Name Moshe, it's like the seventy elders, because that that's very good. Why? Because Yain eaten by Nosius. Yain was given in seventy letters. What he really means is Yain is Gematria seventy, right? Ten, ten, and fifty. The Sod eaten by Nosius, and Sod is also Gematria. Sod secrets is also Gematria 
70, Nichnasian Yatzasot, so the famous line, if the wine comes in, you know, if, if you drink the wine and, you know, you're a little bit intoxicated and you, you start spilling your secrets, right, they're no longer in the vault, Nichnasian Yotze Sod, that's why there's a famous line, the wine comes in and the Sod leaves, right, 70 for 70 you talk, so if you're able to contain your uh, your mind and uh, the drink doesn't bother you, then, and as you're able to hold back, the Rosh says, Shakul, you're like the Sanhedrin of 70 people, you're like a Sanhedrin. That's the idea that if you're able to drink wine, uh, what do you say, what's, Michael, what's the Russian? You, you can hold your drink or something like that? You, you hold your drink, you know? If you can hold your drink and, uh, and not reveal secrets, then you have like the wisdom of the 70s canon. Wine was created in order to comfort uh, the mo- the uh, the mourners, and to pay the schar, pay the the uh, reward for the evildoers in this world. And as what little reward they're going to get, pay them in this world, so they'll get no share in the next world. It says, "Tnu give drink to the one who is lost, nefesh, and and wine for the person who's bitter." So laoved here means the Russia who's lost from this world, give him a little schar, give him some drink now, that's his schar, and wine for the one who's bitter, meaning the one who's mourning. If wine doesn't flow in your house, it means spills, but it doesn't really mean spilling, it means poured. If wine is not poured and flowing in your house like water, then that shows that you don't have a bracha. And Posik says, it says that Shem will bless your bread and your water. Just like bread can be bought with Kesav Meiser Shani, you can take your Meiser Shani produce from, from Tel Aviv, you can change it onto money, redeem it onto money, and buy, in your Shalim we learn, you could buy any food except for water and salt. That's not considered a food. So just like bread is bread is something that can be bought with kesef ma'aser sheni af mayim So we're talking about water, which also can be bought with ma'aser sheni. Well, plain water can't be bought with ma'aser sheni. My new what water is that? Means the liquid of wine. My new yain the karle mine. Why is it called water? Why is it called water? For really referring to wine, even though the pashup shat rashi says over there means uh, means means really water, right? Uh, so really, the, the Pashib shot is water, but the drasha is, no, that it, we're talking about bread and wine, because just like bread come up with Maishashani, so can wine, and water cannot be. So why is it called water if it means, if it means wine? So uh, he says, if, if wine is very dominant in your house, there's always wine, everybody's drinking wine, wine. if it's poured in your house like water, then If not, if not, if you don't have wine in your house, then that's not a simon of bracha, right? Then, then, it, and if there's plenty of wine in your house, that shows you that the bracha that Hashem talked about is uh, happens in your house. Famous line uh, that uh, there are three ways to uh, define a person, or there's three characteristics that a person has that define him. But a person can be recognized and can be defined by, in three things. Bekoso, Bekisa, Bekaso. Again, the alliteration is what makes you remember it. Bekoso with his drink. In other words, does he get drunk? Uh, does he get drunk? It, it, he takes his, can he hold his drink? Or does he go too far and he drinks till he's drunk? Right? Bekiso with his wallet. 
Meaning, is he fair in business? Is he cheat people or is he honest with people? If he does, he deal with them honestly. Ubicaso Rashi says Sheino Kaptan Yoser Midai. Love that line because he doesn't say Sheino Kaptan that he's not particular. You know that he's very uh, angry all the time and mockbit on every little thing. No, he says Sheino Kaptan Yoser Midai. It's okay to be a little bit of a Kaptan, right? Right. But Ravashi said they asked Bema Zachisa Bema Rachta Yamim. I think it was Ravashi or no, somebody they asked in Brachas, why the Marachtayam? They always say, you know, why in, you know, why were you Zochit to live long? You didn't say because I was a vegetarian and I uh, exercised every day and I went to the pool. They never say I lived a long life because I was careful in my, uh, you know, physically I took care of myself. And uh, it doesn't say that. It says, I never was particular. I never got angry at home. I was never angry in the house. That's some challenge. Here he says, Picasso, Shane and Captain Yosemi die. You know, sometimes you have to be mocked, but not always. Or the way he, his laughter. In other words, is he always joking and laughing, or is he, uh, you know, he's a normal person, an even keeled person? I remember Shmuel, back to our topic. We got to go back to the topic of what was the topic in this beginning discussion of the Mishnah? If you're living with a guy, Hadar Magoy, if you live with an Akum in the same in the same Chatzar, so the chutz, so he prevents you from making an Eruv unless you uh, purchase uh, purchase or you rent his property for that Shabbos. So we had that was the Tanakama said that Asr. Rablazar said it's gotta be two Jews. If there's only you and a guy, it doesn't ask you. You know why? Because Rabbanan didn't make Xayra in that case. The whole reason why the Rabbanan made Xayra is that you shouldn't come to live with a guy in the in Rishus. They don't want you to live with a guy. You want to live, live, uh, live with him. But it's uncommon for you to live one person with a guy because you're afraid the guy's going to kill you. So, that was Rabbanan. Ben Yaakov. The mayor said, no, even one Jew can't live with a guy. Now we come to this issue here uh, on Samachem and Beis. <coughs> Uh, for those who joined late, it's Amar Abiyah. We're at the fourth line now on, on Samachayim and Beis. Amar Abiyah Marav, Yisrael V'nachim B'Pnimus. Take a look now at illustration number 231. In 231, bottom of the page 77, we have two, we have two Jews, two houses, two Jewish houses, in two separate chutzers, meaning the Jew shares the chutzer with a guy. You see Nachri over there in 231. And the other Jew lives outside in the outer chutzer. So the inner guy has, 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 has the ability to walk through the outer guys, and therefore the inner guy can answer the outer guy if he didn't make an air together. And uh, that's what we're dealing with here. The question over here is, what's, what's this? Is, so this is apparently the case. So So there's uh, three people living here, a guy and a Jew in the inner courtyard and a Jew in the outer courtyard. But Asar, apparently, Rebbe came and he answered, who did he answer? He answered the outer guy. The outer guy, because then he didn't say Rashi tells us it's apparently Yasser the outer guy. In other words, if you didn't rent the uh, if you didn't rent the rishus from the goy, and it came on Shabbos, then the outer guy can't carry there. The inner guy, we'll see. What about the inner guy? We'll talk about that. So, so they both finished his shear. Rav and Rav Yosef were sitting there. Rav Yosef of Sheshit of Akamar, Kemano Marav Lashmaita. Who did Rav say this like? When Rav said that the inner, that the outer guy cannot carry there if he didn't rent it from the goy, uh, who did he go like? Kerameir? Is that like Rameir? 
because Rameir Lachora says that what that uh, who, who, Rameir is the one who said that you know you don't need two Jews to asser upon one another, right? The low boy is other. Even one Yisrael also is assered by the guy. So when he said over here he assered, we're not really sure what he means. Rashi tells him he means the outer guy. Doesn't mean the inner guy. The outer guy he says it's assered. You can't care. So Chol goes like Rameir. It goes like Rameir who says you don't need two. You don't even need two guys. Even if it's even in the in the inner chutzur where it's just one Yisrael and one guy. Also Lachar you can't carry there. Is he go like Rameir? Kirchish Rabba Reishin. Rabba nodded his head. Yeah, yeah. He goes like Rameir. Amr of Yosef. Rav Yosef said he was sitting with with Rabba, and at the end of the parak, and Shesha said, "Who did, who's this girl?" Lachar goes like Rameir, and Rabba said, "Yeah." Um, Rabbi Yosef, Tregavi, Rabbi, two great rabbis, Karabonan, like these two rabbis, who he was talking about, Rabbi and Rav Sheshes, Litu by Milsa, should make a mistake in this issue. I understand what he mean. If it goes like Rameir, what is it? What do I need a Yisrael in the outer one? Either way, it's Osir. Even even for the even the inner one is Osir. It just happened to be that there was an outer one there too, but the inner one is also Osir. But that's not the case. For Boimine may Rav. They asked Rav, Panimi bimkoma, what about the inner guy? Can he give Ramalan Mutter? Oh, when they asked Rav, he said the inner guy could carry. He could carry in the inner chutzer. So therefore, when they said, Rav Yudamashmul said, they asked the Rebbe, and Rebbe said it's us, and Rav Chia said it's us, we're talking about only the outer guy. The outer guy can't carry. Well, if the inner guy can carry, how can that be Rameir? Right, straight So, what do you need? What do you say that it's also What do you need in a Yisrael in the outer one? Even if the Yisrael is not there, the inner guy can't carry because, according to a mayor, one Jew with one guy, the, the guy, and if he didn't rent it to you, you can't carry. You can't carry there. Makes a difference if it's a Muslim shchich or not. The Rabbana made the gzeira there too, and he said, in the outer, in the outer chutzner, where both Israelim can go, the guy can go too. But both Israelim go oh, there. It's Osir, because that's what the rabbi said. If there's a guy there and you didn't rent from him, you can't carry. But in the inner chutzner, where it's one Yisrael or one Nachri, you're allowed to carry. Well, why is that? That means it goes like Reb Lazar ben Yaakov. It doesn't go like Reb Meir. Reb Meir say, would say that both the inner guy and the outer guy can't carry. Right? He says, if it's like a mayor, what do you need the Israel in the outer one? Neither one could carry. I'll tell me it just happened to be that way, but it's not the case because they asked Rav, what about the inner guy? Could he carry? He said, yes, the inner guy. Remember, the outer guy has no rishus in the inner chutzr. He has no, he has no permission to go in there. What business does he have in there? He has permission to only go out to the street. He has no business going into the private property of the inner chutzr that just contained one Yisrael and one Nachri. So he has no business there. <clears throat> so... What do you need the the inner guy? So the inner guy, therefore, it's only the inner guy, the inner Yisrael with the guy, uh, uh, according to Rabbi Yaakov, could carry the Yisrael could carry there. Why? Because the, uh, the it's a milslo shchicha, and they they didn't make exera over there that the guy should aser. Remember, the guy doesn't really have a rishus to take away. It's only a rabbanon's exera. You shouldn't come to live with a guy. They said if a guy is there and <clears throat> you didn't rent this property, you can't carry there. You didn't. You, can, you have to make an error among yourselves. And you carry here. It's only one guy, one guy with one Jew. <coughs> according to a mayor, you wouldn't be able to carry there, even in the inner one. But according to Blessed Malkin, you could. How could they say goes like a mayor if it's according to mayor? What do you need the outer Jew for? Maybe that was just a story there, but it's not was just a story there because they asked Rob, and Rob said the inner guy could carry. 
That means it went like the Bezim Yaakov. The outer guy can't carry. That Why? Because the outer guy has the inner guy, the inner Jew and the outer Jew, and they, and they, and they can't make an heir because the, they didn't rent the, 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 the guy's property. <clears throat> So this can't be like Rameyer, because according to Rameyer, the inner guy wouldn't be able to carry. Who says that if there's two Jews, then you can't carry. Two Jews and a guy you can't carry, but one Jew could. Right? He said, right? He says, what? When the two Jews prohibit from one on the other, then it's an issue. But over here, Rashi says, as Rashi says, behind the lavos and zelzen in a why? Because the rabbanon will say at the end of the parak, regal amuteres come over here. The Jew who's allowed to carry in his own spot, the inner Jew, call him the inner Jew. The inner Jew can carry over there. Ain't no selsum coma. Mishum dris is a regal. Even if he, the inner Jew, even if he didn't carry with the outer Jew, he doesn't asser on the outer guy, because the outer guy could say, listen, stay where you are. You have no permission to come in here. You, I'm closing you off for Shabbos. You stay there, and I'll stay in my position. So he doesn't answer, and here they answer. Elok Rebekiva, maybe he goes like Rebekiva. We mentioned this machlokas a few blot ago on Nuntes. He says, maybe he goes like Rebekiva, the Omeregel Materesim Koma, Oserishlam Koma. No, the inner guy, <clears throat> the inner guy who is allowed to carry in his spot, as we said, according to Mesmiakov, he asers on the outer guy. The outer guy can't carry there. Goes like a blessing. Goes like a bekiva. I'm a regular. Matesim koma. Oserishlam koma. In other words, the outer guy can't tell the inner guy close the door and stay there for Shabbos, and I'll use the chutzner by myself. But rather, the inner guy who's allowed to walk in his spot because there's only one guy there. He asers on the outer guy because he also has because the inner guy can also go through the chutzner, the outer chutzner, to reach the rishasarabim. So both Jews have Rishus in the outer Chatzar, and without a valid Erev, they can't carry. So the inner guy can carry in his Chatzar, but he also asers on the outer Chatzar, and neither, neither Jew can go on the outer Chatzar. So if that's the case, Elikar Bekiva, Salam and what do we need to go for at all? Afil Yisrael Nami. Even if you had just two Jews, one in the inner Chatzar, one in an outer Chatzar, they can't carry in the outer Chatzar. That's it. The inner Chatzar you could carry, the outer Chatzar you can't carry. What do you need to go for? In other words, what's going on over here? Why do we need the outer Jew at all? We, we need, why do we need the outer Jew at all? Maybe you say he just happened to be there, but the real issue is on the inner Jew. No, the inner Jew could carry. They asked Rob, and the inner Jew could carry because it's only him and the guy. Right? So therefore, who says that the reason why we have the outer Jew, the outer Jew can't carry. If there are two Jews, the outer Jew can't carry. But why not? If the inner Jew doesn't prohibit the outer Jew, why can't the outer Jew carry? If it's a, the regular uh, doesn't answer the outer guy. Elamite goes like a Bekiva. So what do you need the guy for now? What's the whole case for? What do you need the guy for? You, you don't need a guy. If there's a, just an inner Jew and an outer Jew and there's no guy, they also can't, they also can't carry in the outer Chatzar. But <clears throat> says the Gemara, no. La'olam, Amrav, yeah, yes, it's Shalom Koma. Shalom in Nachri, a few Yisrael Nami. Amrav Huna, Breder of Shul, Olam, Kerbalism, Yaakov, who says you need two Jews in order to make it Usser, right? Not one Jew. Ukurabakiva, Gosakabakiva, who says what? We said that the inner regular Testament Koma does Usser on the outer one. But why do you need the Goy, Bachabai Skina, Gonchi Irvu? They made an Erev. They made an Erev between the two of them. The two Jews could carry because they made an Erev. The time of the Kenachri, the reason they can't carry is because there's a Goy there. In other words, very simple. The inner Jew can carry, right? In the in the in the chutzur, in the inner chutzur, because it's only him and the guy. The outer Jew, the outer Jew can't go in there at all. So it's one and one. According to Blessed Yaakov, you care. According to Mayor, the inner Jew couldn't carry. 
because uh, that's the xeru of, of, of the, when there's a guy there, you can't, you can't have an air there. Says uh, Rabbi Kiva, says uh, Rabbi Yaakov, no, when it's only one and one, it's very rare that one guy should live with, one Jew should live with a guy because uh, he's afraid he might kill him, whatever. So therefore that's rare. And the rabbis didn't make a tikkun over there. And therefore the inner Jew could carry. Ah, but there's an outer Jew you can't carry. Because the energy. So then, what's what's the case over here? Then, what do you need the guy for? The answer is the two Jews made an Erev. and they would be able to carry were it not for the fact that there's a guy there. Since there's a guy there, the the Arab doesn't work. So if it wouldn't be for the guy, the two Jews had an Erev, and they would be able to carry. Okay. Um, now, boy, may Rav. He asked this kasha, or Rav Lezer asked this kasha of Rav. What happens? If you had this case, um, you had a Yisrael and a Goy on the outer one, and a Yisrael only on the inner one. In other words, it's just like this picture in 231, but it's sort of upside down. You had, you, you had a Yisrael and the Goy were in the outer Chatzar, and the Yisrael was on the inner Chatzar. What would you say over there? What's going on? Maybe in the case actually in 231, it's not so bad. In other words, there probably the rabbis did make exera. Why? Because it does happen that the one Jew lives with the one guy in the chutzur. The mir says The guy is afraid. The suffer hashdas Yisrael. Armeli Yisrael. Where is that Jew? In other words, the guy in two thirty one. The guy is not as likely to harm the Jew because he knows that there's an outer Jew living there too. And when the outer Jew comes to visit the inner Jew, he'll say to the guy, "Hey, well, what happened to the Jew over here? What are you going to say?" You must have disposed of him, right? Because if he would have come through my yard, he couldn't say, well, he left, because if he left, I would have seen him. He walked through my yard. So over there, therefore, it's more shchich, it's more common for the one Jew to live with the guy. Demir says, uh, the guy is afraid to suffer hashtas to Yisrael, v'amr Yisrael. Now the outer Jew will come and ask me, where's the inner Jew? Where's your neighbor? And I won't have an answer. What am I going to say? I'm going to say he left. I would have, the Jew would say, he didn't leave. I would have seen him leave. But in this case, where it's reversed, where the two people are on the outside, the Yisrael and the guy on the outside, and the Yisrael is on the inside, I could say, listen, the inner guy, because the inner Jew comes and asks me, where's the outer Jew? He left. And he left. We're right by the door here to the street. He left. Right? Uh, and therefore, what? The Jew, and therefore, the guy, uh, the, the Jew should be afraid to live with the guy in the outer one. Right? Because... Uh, because uh, the guy could easily kill him, and therefore it's uncommon that he would live there. And if it's uncommon that he would live there, maybe you don't make exera. Odilma hachanami mirs is here. Also, the guy is afraid. The silver hash to Yisrael v'chazili could also see even now when the Jew and the guy are in the outer chutzur. The Jew, the guy is also afraid to harm the Yisrael because the inner Yisrael might just come by and as he walks out to Rishus Rabbim, he might see him there. And therefore, there's no difference between the cases. Right? The both cases. Rashi says. So that's the question. Would they, would they be the same? Or do you say no? Over here, right, over, in the first case, the guy's afraid, therefore it's, it's, it's common for him to live there. And if it's common for him to live there, the rabbi's made a takana. But over here, where it's uncommon, maybe in the outer case, maybe it's uncommon, and therefore the rabbi didn't make a takana. And you would be able to carry... Amalei, so he answered him. It's interesting. He answered him ten lechacham yechakamod. 
you know, uh, they're both smart. You know, if you, if you let a Chacham think, you, you know, he'll get even smarter. Let us uh, encourage him to learn more. So just like you retracted, you first said, maybe there's a difference or maybe there is no difference over here. Either way, the guy should be afraid. The guy is afraid. Therefore, if the guy is afraid to kill him, there's no difference between the two cases. Either way, he's afraid to kill him. And therefore, it's common for the Jew to live there. And if it's common for the Jew to live there, the rabbi made the same takana. Rish Lakish and the Talmud of Chenina went to, a, uh, to an inn, to a little hotel, a motel. There was no socha there. There was, there was no uh, person renting. In other words, the goy, it was a goyish owned pundak. Uh, we're looking now at 232. Turn the page, we're at 232 in the diagrams. So um, you see over there, there were two Jews living there. They went to Punic or were renting, they were renting bungalows, whatever. The two Jews were renting there. And there was one guy who was renting, but he wasn't home. He was away. He took, he took a fishing trip. He was away for the day. So, but the, the maskir, the one who rents him out, he was there. The maskir didn't really live there. He was just the uh, agent, you know, the real estate agent. So the question is, can you rent from him? The question is, they wanted to buy, you know, buy his share for Shabbos. Shabbos was approaching. So it's called the most If the uh, if the um, uh, the owner, the the real estate owner, right, the balabayis there, the maskir, if he wouldn't be able to um, nullify the lease of the of the goyish socher, the agrino, then certainly you can't rent from him because. The the guy the guy the socher who's there the, who's not he's not there right now but uh, he could show up at any time uh, so if the um, uh, if the if the owner the maskir uh, if he couldn't um, uh, nullify the lease so then uh, the socher's lease stands and uh, if you don't rent from him that's obviously you can't make an error the question was if he could nullify the lease. You know, it just he could cancel the lease. My keeping the matzim misalakle agrina, since you could knock him off if you wanted to. Therefore, you could rent from him because he could always say, "Listen, I'm not renting to him anymore." And therefore, you could rent it from Oscar Odilma Hashdemia Halosalke. Right now, at this point, you haven't removed him. So that's the question over here. Could be that the masker you are renting from anyway, right? If from him, maybe you're renting the spot. But the problem is the socher, the other guy there. I'll tell you what. Since we learned before that when it comes to you have a shaila of Erev and we go Lakula, so let's rent it from him. Let's assume that maybe, uh, you know, uh, that 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 it's clear if you if you wouldn't be able to terminate the lease, then you certainly couldn't rent from him. But it's if, if but uh, if he could terminate from him, could we rent it from could we rent a spot from him? Uh, even with that possibility that he could, since he could terminate it, therefore he has reshus in it. In other words, the masker has a reshus in the Sokra's property, the Goyesha Sokra's property, because he could terminate it. So therefore he does have rights there. And can we do it or not? So Rishlaki said, let's do it because we'll go Lakula. When it comes to Shiloh's of Erev, we go Lakula. When we come to the rabbis in the south, we come to them, Nishal, and we'll ask them if it's correct we did. So they did that. They rented it from, from the uh, Masker. They came and asked, You did a good thing. In other words, it's a Shiloh. It's a good question, but it's a, it's a, a Suffolk. And uh, since it's a Suffolk, here we'll go Lakula. Okay, so we'll go Lakula over here too, and we'll say that um, 
uh, there's, what was the problem? Like he said, they were afraid maybe the guy's going to come home on Shabbos, the circle will come home on Shabbos, but they said, you know, uh, it's okay. Right? So that was the question, could you use the chutzr? And he said, you know what? Um, it's okay, let's do it. Suffolk Devrayim and Golakula. And that's what happened. And, uh, and he said, it's okay, you could, since there's a possibility that he could, that since he could, in theory, cancel the lease, uh, so therefore you could rent it from the Maskir on Shabbos and we'll go to Kula by Ervin. A similar story of Chanina by Yosef, three rabbis. Rav Chanina by Yosef was the elder of the three. Rav Chia was the second one. Rav Asi the th- rounded out the three. These three rabbis, Ikula Pundik, they went to an inn. The Asa Nachri Mari the Pundik Shamsa, the Ogaisha owner of the, uh, and came home on Shabbos. Now there's two versions in Rashi. The Rashi, the way we, we have Rashi, Rashi says that um, they didn't make an Erev, right? And they didn't make an Erev yesterday, and therefore they weren't able to carry. But now the question was, when the guy came home, could they rent from him, could, could he be Mavatl his Rishus on Shabbos? And then they'll be Mavatl all their Rishus to one of the Jews, and they'll be able to carry. Tosus and the Bach in Rashi, learn have a different gears in Rashi, that they made an error between them on Shabbos. So the problem over here was that the guy came home on Shabbos. So before, I mean, before Shabbos, before Shabbos, the three had made an error. Now the guy came home on Shabbos, and his, his coming home on Shabbos basically cancels the error. So here's the question. <coughs> Can they rent it from him on Shabbos? Is, being, is renting it from him on Shabbos like making an Erev? An Erev, we know, has to be done. Erev Shabbos, Spanish Moshes. Ma'am Erev and has to be before Shabbos starts. Av Socher and Yom. O Dilma, Socher is Kemavatl Rishus. When you rent from him, it's like Kemavatl it's, like, um, it's like annulling or uh, relinquishing your Rishus, renouncing your, uh, your possession in the property. Ma'am Bavatl Rishus, if you could even do it on Shabbos, as we saw before that several Jews can Bavatl Rishus to one guy on Shabbos. That was their question. The question was, the guy came home on Shabbos. They had an Erev. But as soon as the guy came home, the Erev was canceled. Okay, fine. But now, when they, is, can they rent from him on Shabbos because is, is renting like making an Erev, which wouldn't be allowed on Shabbos, or is it like relinquishing their Rishus, which they could do. They can walk away for Shabbos. It's like me Mafka. They could do that even on Shabbos. So the guy will relinquish his Rishus, and then all the other, they still don't have an Erev there, still three, two, three Jews there, but then two of the Jews can relinquish their share to the other one, at least from his property, he can carry out into the Chatzar. So Rav Hanina by Yosef, the elder, Amar Nisker, let's do it. Just like Rishlakish answered before, let's do it. It's a Suffolk Rabbanon, let's do it. Ravasi Amar Lonisker, the third one said, don't do it. Amar Lur, Baraba, Nismachal Divrei Zaka. Let's be, let's depend, let's rely on the words of the Zaka and the first rabbi, Rav Hanina ben Yosef, right, Rav Chia bar Yosef who said, let's do it, v'niskor, and let's do it. Also, Shailu Rabbi Yochanan, apparently they did that, and then they asked Rabbi Yochanan after Shabbos, Amalein, yafasithim shesachartim, what you did is good. It's okay what you did. It's good that you rented uh, from them. In other words, it's okay. Why is it okay? Because him being, it, it, renting from a guy is like he's being mavatal, which is allowed to do on Shabbos. That's how we answer them. Now, tomorrow's Gemara, this is really one continuous subject, the Kumar's Gemara says, Tobar Nardoi. Nardoi were examining what he said. Tobar's like they were amazed. But Rashi says, it's Ma'ayin, Machashul Adas, Tamashul Dover. Rashi in the middle of the page says, they were trying to figure out what Rav Yochan said. Rav Yochan really makes sense that he said over here. Is really uh, uh, renting from a guy, is that like being Mavatul Bashus, which you're allowed to do on Shabbos? So this is the examination. This, this Shalit, Rabbi Yochan says, his mutter is going to be dealt with tomorrow, on tomorrow's daf. Are you allowed to do that? Is that, is that okay? If he's Mavatul Bashus, 
which is allowed on Shabbos, is renting from a guy like Vatlavishus or not? And that question we'll deal with more tomorrow. Rabbi Yochanan, first Paskin, that's okay, but we'll see more about this tomorrow, Mitzvah Have a good day, everybody.